for July the 17th, Oswald Chambers chose 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, where God says, and Paul writes, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. And, and he entitles this particular devotional, The Miracle of Belief. And my friend, it is that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ is an absolute miracle. It requires a miracle for you to believe, and preachers don't perform miracles. And that's Mr. Chambers' point there. He says, and writes, and I quote, If it is only because of my preaching that people desire to be better, they will never get close to Jesus Christ. And that's obviously a very humble statement, but it's true. Because to have a relationship with the Lord is a miracle. What the preacher has to do is he has to stand in the counsel of a holy God as he prepares God's message for God's people. And in that holy counsel, the preacher confesses his own sins. He admits his unworthiness to bring God's word to his people. And and he petitions God for the sermon to be preached to his own heart before he brings it from his heart to others. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, the uh, 19th century Victorian preacher, said, preach not only so that people can understand, but so that they cannot misunderstand if they wish. God's word is a call to arms for the sons and daughters of Adam to groom their souls before the face of the living God. True preachers ache for the supernatural enablement to proclaim Christ's holiness. Their yearning is to be anointed with the Holy Spirit's vigor to alert saints to their personal practice of Christianity with a a seraphic enthusiasm. God's called his preachers to apply themselves in the power of the Holy Spirit to preach the unsearchable riches of the cross of Jesus. They must deal thoroughly with the souls of the lost and the saved so that many shall be delivered from darkness and false confidences and dead formalities. We live in a broken vessel and in a broken world and the preachers charged with the responsibility of preaching awakening sermons so that people listen as though they're hearing the eternal voice of God himself. There's a story that's reported of James VI of Scotland who was very disruptive and disrespectful when he attended worship services. Robert Bruce was preaching one morning when, when the King of Scotland attended the service, and James VI began talking to those around him during Reverend Bruce's message. Reverend Bruce, the preacher, became silent. And when the king was made aware of his lack of couth, he became silent. Then God's preacher resumed preaching. The king resumed his conversation. Reverend Bruce was quiet again, and so was the king. On the third occasion of the king's disrespect for our Lord Jesus, God's human trumpet turned and looked directly into the face of the earthly king, and he said, When the lion roars, all the beasts of the field are quiet. The lion of the tribe of Judah is now roaring in the voice of his gospel, and it becomes all the petty kings of the earth to be silent. Oh, that your preacher, this coming Sunday, will stand before the presence of the living God before he ever comes into the pulpit, and he'll depend upon the miracle of God rather than his own strength.